everybody. Welcome to the Science and the Soul with myself, the Lady Jacqueline, and my fabulous co-host, Dear James. Today, we bring you an amazing conversation where we dive into the understandings of human design, and we dive into the story about how Dear James actually came about being an intuitive guide. Dear James, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jacqueline. How are you? I'm so fantastically awesome. Thank you, thank you. It is so fantastic, as always, to join you. It is twice in one week. I oh, Jacqueline, do we not love Mercury going direct <laughs> today? I mean, this is hilarious. It's, you're listening to Science and the Soul, just to reset the room for a moment. We lost our signal for a moment, so uh, Mercury is definitely stationing direct today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> more, than one, more than one technical snafu. Uh, I don't know about you, Jacqueline, but literally here, uh, I'm laughing because fire alarms are going off in the middle of the night. So the, you know, then the then the other system's going off again, and I'm like, oh, hi, Mercury, you're letting everyone know that you're that you're here. Correct. Yeah, that's that you're here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what's the most amazing thing before we kick off the show is. I think it's just a great reminder for us to realize what we can and cannot control and then also to take a deep breath and be present in the moment. Because Mercury is not a bad thing, right? Like Mercury retrograde is not a bad thing. It's actually needed. It's designed that way. Uh, Maybe for us, because I know I was a little bit late to the show, maybe I was frazzled, so maybe the universe was like, take a deep breath and reset and restart. (laughs) Hey? Right? I mean, and Mercury... Bless Mercury. I mean, honestly, because Mercury is the messenger to the gods, and we need to remember mm-hmm. that. And what I mean, that's no small feat. That's no small joke. Mm-hmm. And you know, so like us and everybody listening, uh, and I'm, I'm again having an issue with my sound. My sound, yes, my sound is not working. So let's try this. I noticed it earlier. Thank you, Alicia, for letting us know that's how we can see you. Whoa, uh, that was loud. Yeah, and I'm going to bring this down. Is that better? How is that in comparison? Let us know, let us know. Absolutely. So I'm switching over from my uh, earbud microphone to the laptop microphone so that everybody can hear and we'll get this all worked out. Welcome to Mercury Going Direct. Anyways, Jacqueline. (laughs) Much better. Much Wonderful. Better. Thank you, Alicia. Okay. Yes, you're much better. I'm much louder now. Okay, thank you, Haley. So, the Lady Jacqueline and Dear James here with Science and the Soul mm-hmm. and this wonderful, engaging Jacqueline conversation, right, that we're going to speak, as you, as you mentioned at the top of the hour, to speak about human design and how you got started, myself in terms of intuiting and being an intuitive and everything, but also this bigger discussion about science and the soul, the actual premise behind it, and the beauty of this practicality and spirituality, science and the soul. Because, you know, I don't know about you, Jacqueline, but oftentimes what I see is this, you know, it's either or, that it's either Mm -hmm. spirituality or science or practicality and that because you can't prove something it doesn't exist or you know and that misnomer and so right off the top it's like science is an amazing thing and they they are not incongruent with one another 
they actually affirm one another and push one another forward because mm -hmm. science will look at it and say, well, we can't, we don't know how that happened. And yet we can't deny that it happened. And I find the beauty of that is so amazing because it's what, it's how they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and that's, I think, why we started the conversation, you know, a weekly conversation where we're bridging the gap both between what's practical, what we can see, and the unseen, what we can't see, but what we can still feel, what we embody, right? Absolutely. And it's so important, you know, like we always talk about and we have been speaking about the last week is in order to step into the newness, we've got to have the balance of both. We've got to understand that it's a gift. It's a gift to have the science and it's a gift to have the unseen. The unseen, maybe the unfelt, the unseen in the 3D reality, but in the fifth the reality and the dimension that we're stepping into that newness it's going to be more real so what a way to kind of give you guys the tools that we've learned along the way so that we can all you know embody this new vibration together absolutely and as you do and as we do in the wednesday show we listen to the unseen you look at the at the human design in the gates so the 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 soul and the science the spirituality and the practicality and how you utilize them together. Mm -hmm. We're talking about leading with the soul, and yet we need to be able to apply it in a practical manner. So we listen and go as guided, but it is practical. And that's what's mm -hmm. so beautiful about the harmony and the blending of these two modalities. So mm -hmm. let's Well, because we're living a human experience, right? So our human experience is the reality of our senses and what we can feel, taste, touch, smell. Uh, but it's so much more than that. You know, we're not, we're not just being led by our senses. We're actually being led by both, you know, the senses Absolutely. and what we, can't, we, what we can't see and taste and touch just yet. So I'm very excited right. to kind of see what's going to happen in the coming years as we as a transformation happens, as we step into this newness that we keep speaking about. Yes, because again, more and more and more of it is going to be, and certainly from the divine feminine, as we talked about last week, leading with the divine feminine in 2022 and beyond. That whole premise, when we think about the feminine, the divine feminine, it's a knowing. It's an intuitive knowing. She leads with her all-encompassing knowing. And that's literally the unseen, the other senses. It's not the tangible senses that we see, touch, smell, hear, and so forth. Yes, they're, they're a part of it. However, she's really in tune with the unseen, what's, what's revealed to us. And so mm -hmm. that is an amazing gift to, to be utilizing and everything as we lead and as we go forward and it's how we marry the two it, and as Haley is saying you know she said this is what many people forget there is lots of scientific theory out there that isn't proven but people ate more people ate more likely to oh aren't more likely <laughs> to believe that than the faith we have in spirituality exactly it doesn't just because it isn't scientifically proven doesn't mean it doesn't exist because there are, is a plethora of examples of where science has yet to affirm or prove or disprove something really and thereby 
And yet it happens. It exists. Mm -hmm. And it's, and just because it's not quantifiable, tangible, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's not there. Well, in that case, do you want to kind of give us a breakdown of your story? Because I think your story is quite a beautiful story where you tapped into the unseen that wasn't there, but that was always there. Absolutely. And so something to realize and to share with everyone, everyone has an intuitive ability. And I use that word, I specifically chose the word intuitive to describe what I do because I felt as though the word psychic, and we've talked about, Jacqueline, you and I have talked about how um, there are certain, in every industry, there are charlatans. And so with this, the word psychic can have a negative connotation because of those that utilize um, or, or are charlatans that do things that are, are wrong. Um, and so when the intuitive word was there because I said, you know what, everyone has, everyone is intuitive. Everyone has this soul source connection. And I liken it to the old school radio with the dial. And it might've been in your car, an old truck, a beater truck going down the road, a dusty road, or, and you're trying to get the clarity of the signal. And you would reach over and fine tune the dial and you'd get a lot of static. And then all of a sudden you'd hit that sweet spot. And there's the signal. There's where you're receiving a very clear channel, to use the radio analogy. Um, and that's in a sense what happened to me. I was with my dear friend and, and colleague and uh, collaborator, Alicia, who's joining us today. And she had asked me to go to a one-day seminar um, at the Biltmore downtown in Los Angeles. Richard Sutphin, um, a, a prominent wellness practitioner and, and so forth. They were doing a one-day seminar, and so I went, long story short, we came back after the lunch break, and they asked, will you sit with this woman and do this exercise? We're going to do a light meditation, let the movie play, don't judge it, and see what comes to you, and then exchange the information. And so we sat back, and I all of a sudden, this entire movie starts to play for me, and I can see, taste, feel the whole shebang. And I'm seeing this play out for this woman. And I, the first thing I said was, oh, she's going to think I'm some nut job. And all I heard was the instructions that Richard Sutphin had given, which was don't judge it. And that's mm -hmm. a crucial piece for everyone, because as you learn to trust, as you learn to fine tune and listen to your soul source connection, your true north, your divine connection, you're going to want to, tr you're going to have to learn to trust. And, you know, it's that trust and verify, but you trust. And so I let the movie play. And all of a sudden, the woman finishes. And Alicia's sitting to my right. This woman is in front of us. And I start sharing with her what I'm getting about, you know, her life and everything. And when I get to the point where I say, and your marriage is very tumultuous, the woman sitting next to her spins around and says, well, that's a good way to describe her marriage. And I got very nervous at that point. And I said, uh, okay, yes, and so you've always wanted to be a writer or you're writing a book and okay, I'm done. And I got very nervous, but I just hurried up and finished. And she basically repeated back to me everything I had said to her. And as I'm sitting there, and I think Alicia was laughing and I was sitting there and I looked at her and I go, would you excuse me a moment? And I got up and I walked out of the ballroom 
and was kind of doing the what the heck dance, what just happened? Looking back, I realized from a younger age forward, I was always tuning into this. I just didn't realize what it was until that moment. That was the flip the switch moment for me. And at that point, Jacqueline, that's where the intuiting piece came and, and the listening and the trusting. And from there, it grew and expanded. And so that for me was my journey to Dear James and Wrap Yourself in Goodness and being publicly and intuitive and doing this. And the beauty of it is that I always say to clients, if anyone ever tells you that it's you, that I'm, I'm the one doing this, it's not me, James. If, if anybody does that, don't walk, run. It's not. Jacqueline and I, all of us, we are vessels. For everything we do, we're vessels. And a higher, the unseen, a higher power comes through, and then it tells me your story. It tells me the things about you that I couldn't possibly know. And that is where the affirmation is, the confirmation. It's where the truth, you know, the rubber meets the road. That's where the truth lies. It's, and it's never, for me, it's never about, it's not my opinion. It's not my advice. It has nothing to do with me, me, James. And that's why there's dear James, so that it's coming in. It's, I'm the channel, I'm the vessel. I impart your truth to you. And that's the beauty of the gift, and, and I cherish it. And it's very much, we are, we are all dealing with people's lives, their souls, their lives. And I take that very seriously. I take that with great care and consideration and empathy and compassion and, and, and still deliver your truth, the truth. Hmm. So that's do, do mine. Do you think it was, it, well, it, I mean, it was, not do you think, like it was divine timing, it was perfectly aligned, it came exactly when it was supposed to come, but you, you touched on something so beautiful, which is that release of judgment. And I think because we've been conditioned to be really mental beings rather than being, being is not a mental process, right? It's a physical feeling, getting back into your body process, being present in the moment, not judging because judgment comes from the mind and so when you're saying everyone's got an intuition it's so true because i mean in human design we can see because intuition is basically an inner knowing of what inspired action you're designed to take at any given moment that is what intuition is it's your guidance system and with human design we can see each and every single person has their own unique guidance system you just call it different words right words mean different things for different people but what's so beautiful is that you you embodied the gift 100% because you released the mental and you stood you you got back into your body and you really and you and you let go of the judgment and the expectation of what this should look like and obviously you still had a human experience because it was still overwhelming for you right well absolutely and you know the part yes the human part massive surrender massive mm -hmm. surrender it wasn't that I had my own clairvoyant who I went to, and she kept saying, you have to show up. You have to show up. You have to show up. And I, and I knew what she meant. And I was like this, no, 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 no. 
I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing real estate and design and development and all this good stuff. No, 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 no. I'll just do it quietly with friends and family, you know, you know, all this below the scene, behind the scenes, you know, under the radar until it came to a screeching halt. And I knew in that moment, and I had this vision, Jacqueline, which was amazing. I was doing development with a big, large parcel of land in the Hollywood Hills in LA. And I saw this corrugated steel plate in the raw dirt. And I'm standing on top of it. And I know that I'm weightless, but I have my hands around the corner and I'm lifting up on the plate really hard. Poof! And you'd see the dust go. And I'd lift up on it really hard and it wouldn't budge. And I finally sat there and I go, in my head, I go, you're not going to let this happen, are you? Meaning the development of this land. And they were like, no. And I said, I have to show up, don't I? And they said, yes. And I was like, and I sat there for a minute and they said, now, if you want, you know, free will, if you want to go bang your head against the wall for the next, you know, 10, 12 years, carry on. That's your, your free will. You're a human. We can't do anything. So go ahead or you can go the way you're meant to go. And I knew it wasn't that I didn't know. I just was battling. I hadn't surrendered. And so this is, again, a part of listening to your internal guidance, your truth. I knew the truth. I knew what to do. I was just, you know, ego, mind, personality. I was negotiating. I was delaying. I was seeing if there was another way to do something. I was doing everything but what I knew I had to do. And then, as I said in one of the previous shows, Jacqueline, I surrendered. I embraced it fully. And I got to the other side. And then I looked back and I went, why, why did you wait so long? because I couldn't imagine doing anything else. The joy of it, the, the gift of it, the expansion of it. So, and I think can, your story. Mm -hmm. No, I was just gonna say we can apply this. Everyone can apply that to any scenario. This just happened mm -hmm. to be mine. Mm -hmm. I was actually gonna say, I think your story gives people permission and invitation to to know now that what they know is not a coincidence because you you always knew it wasn't like this one moment you didn't know the next moment oh like i can connect no it was this when you started connecting and you started surrendering and releasing judgment it was oh, i'm coming home like i always knew this this was always deep down inside of me right and i think so many of us walk around with this knowing but we avoid it because of how we were raised or what we think about or who we're associating with or what life is constantly telling us. But right now, as we step into this new that we, we started, you know, talking about, we're reminded that, that it is, it's okay, that your knowing is actually your internal unique guidance system that has been given to you so that you can navigate through all of life being this human experience right absolutely and and this painting behind me it, it, you know it's very it was on it's very purposeful because i equate this if you're looking at the image behind me and i'm just going to bring this up really quickly jacqueline and we're going to jump in to your human design because i'm so excited to hear about your story <laughs> i cannot wait i just wanted to bring this up so as you can see three boats 
very prominent in the photo, in, I mean, in, in the painting. And then if you notice right here, do you see this just beautiful ethereal white? And the boats are in the back, but they're, they're kind of shrouded in this mystery. It's like the tangible, the, the tangible senses. Here are the boats that you can see, touch, feel, smell. And then here's this beauty of the unseen. Here's that piece that says, we're present, we're always with you. You just have to tune in and listen to us. And if you notice, it's right down the center of the painting. It's your true north. It goes right to the heart of the matter. It will never lead you astray. It's going to guide you continually. And that is such a beautiful uh, gift that we humans have when we come to have this as a soul. We come to have this earthly experience. What a blessing. It's not like we're just plop, you're dropped down and, you know, good luck, have fun, yeah. hope it all works out. It's not that. We have this higher hand, this higher power, this higher connection that's constantly there guiding us. Absolutely. So Jacqueline, we want yeah. to know, we want <laughs> to know your story. <laughs> Well, pretty much like the analogy you just gave with the painting, I was divinely guided and it was just so synchronized. I mean, synchronicity at its best. So to give you a bit of a backstory, I always knew that I was a forever student. So, so many of you probably can resonate with that. It's like, I love learning. I love knowing. I'm constantly curious. And especially if I find something that really sparks like my like childlike curiosity, I, I honestly go down the rabbit hole. I studied psychology, so I always I was curious about how people behaved, why they behaved the way that they behaved, um, how did they, you know, you know, what was their mental processes like, how did they connect with one another? I was always interested in it. I went the conventional route, slowly but surely started figuring out conventional is not 100%, it's not aligned to me. That's science, it was too science, right? Mm. And then the universe started guiding me and saying, well, there's not just science. Like, let's start exploring dead metaphysical science. Then I found astrology. Then I did a numerology. And I was like, I was lapping this up. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I used to do numerology readings. I think at the age of 17, I was literally sitting with, with people in front of me. And I was, I was seeing them. I was, I was holding space for them. I was giving them permission to really step into their truth of who they actually are. Mm. So for me, that was I was always kind of doing it, but I never knew how to articulate it. And it was about now probably two and a half years, maybe, give or take, where I invested in a coach. I went down the, <laughs> I want to say conventional route again of what everyone else is doing. Mm. You know, we, we're trying to get answers from everyone else. And so I invested in a coach and I realized that in, in that exact experience, I, I realized why it was the most pivotal point for me in my life, because what I, my expectation of the experience was not what I received, because what I received was actually the beauty of this system, human design, because the first session she sat with me, she wrote, she read through a generic description of my type. She asked me date of birth, time, 
you know, place, nothing new to me, nothing unfamiliar. I mean, I studied astrology, I studied or I investigated astrology, I studied numerology. So for me, I was like, okay, cool. She probably wants to do some sort of personality thing. I'm super curious. <laughs> she's saying to me, my. She's sussing you out. She's sussing yeah, you yeah, out. She's, yeah. she's sussing me out. She sent me my chart and I saw this chart and I was like, oh, oh my gosh what is this like so many of you if you've pulled up your chart already you're probably looking at it going this diagram it's so mystical there's colors there's numbers there's planetary placements like what does all this mean right because you just get your chart you don't get a write-up and she read the generic write-up and it, it was literally generic because now i can look back and know that it was generic Mm. And in that moment, I had never felt so seen. I was like, mm. this woman is getting me better than my family, better than the people that have known me for years. And she's reading a paragraph. Is she kidding me? Like right now, what is she doing? What is this thing? <laughs> and I went through a process. You know, you'd think that right then and there, I was sparked with curiosity, dive into the rabbit hole. Nope, it wasn't the right time just yet. Mm. a couple of months went by I think it was probably about two or three months and the chart was lying on my desk and I so I glanced at it again I was doing I can't remember what I was doing I think I was doing some admin things I glanced at it and immediately that internal resonance that feeling of thing like this is something now I, I know what it is it's called a spinic ping but it was this moment of oh I want to dive into what does this mean what does this look like what, what's going on here like what is this thing now and being my natural investigator self, I have a line one profile. I literally, from day one, I just went down the rabbit hole. James, I can't even explain to you. I researched, I found information, I got books, I looked at YouTube videos. I was just a, I was immersed in sponging up all of this mm. knowledge because it was so aligned. It was effortless. Mm. It just, and the more, I saw people were struggling because, I mean, you could invest in courses. And at the time, the courses are, were ridiculously, you know, expensive and they were drawn out for long. And I, I naturally know and understand what the, you know, studying process looked like. I've studied for years and I just didn't feel called to take such a long process. I just knew that the information would come at the right timing. And it did. I found information and I was able to teach myself the system because now I'm able to articulate and know that as a projector, I'm designed to master a system in order to see the other. And that's how I guide. So for yeah. me, it was like coming home. For me, it was like, oh my word, there's this 360 approach. And it was so practical. It, it had roots in the unseen. There was a spiritual element that I love, this mysticism of how, like how is this so accurate? And then there was practical tools and and guidance to allow you to know how to navigate life so for me it was this it was oh, it was so juicy i mean i get so excited still talking about it it you is can, i mean you can you can no, see you it. can tell you can see how my, my face is in a perma smile because the, the energy of it all and there were two things that came to me with you your pun intended your human design is human design yeah. This that you're one with the system. You're literally mm -hmm. one with it. You you embody it so well. Mm -hmm. And then as you were talking in the beginning about being a student, and I just kept hearing, and you know, it's the beautiful saying, teacher, student, student, teacher. This thing <laughs> of the fact that as the student, you're the teacher. It's this beautiful symbiosis of the two 
because you're yeah. really, as you just said, a projector, this teacher that you embody human design to such a brilliant degree and you you bring in your intuition, your intuitiveness, and you blend that and you, you're so articulate with the system that mm -hmm. I forget who said it in the show yesterday. They, they were talking about you and I from an intuitive standpoint and a human design standpoint. And they were like, you two are like, you know, synchronistic scary. <laughs> and that's, it's the beauty yeah. that you embody it. I think that's a gift that each of us share is we embody what we do wholly. Mm -hmm. I think another way of also saying it is really being in alignment with who you are. So your purpose, like what's your, your gift, right? So yes. for me, I always knew I was missing something that made it tangible, what I could see in the other. And when I found human design, that was the missing piece that I was looking for. And so that's why it's so effortless for me. And I'm, and I'm exploring and I'm constantly developing and, and embodying new ways of kind of seeing and using the chart. But for me, it, it, it's in alignment with my truth. It's so who I am that it's given me the permission to completely be authentically myself. Because listen, I was raised way back when with a mom, luckily, that was, that, was, that was on this spiritual journey. So we spoke about souls and consciousness where nobody else spoke about it. And now it's, I still had, I worked through years and years of that patterning of, oh, no, wait, hold on. People are going to judge me if I use the word soul or consciousness or energy. Heaven forbid we use the word energy, right? And now I'm like, no, that's me. If you don't want, if you don't, if you don't, if you can't conversate with me, then you're not my, like, you're not my people. Right. <laughs> and you're... I'm so okay with that. It's no judgment. It's just like, this is who I am. I love it. And, and this is the aspect in the piece. When, when we look back at, at any indigenous peoples, native peoples, they are so, they are to this day, and they, and they were so connected to spirit, to source, to mother earth. I mean, the, the, the rocks, the minerals, the trees, all the animals, everything spoke to them. They knew what it meant. They felt it. They, they intuitively knew. And then we kind of Western society, if you will, comes along and we're very disconnected from it in a sense. And then if you come all the way forward, Jacqueline, and look at the current, the youngest generation and all the kids, I mean, three-year-olds are constantly on iPhones or, you know, smartphones and smart tablets. And, and so we look at it and we say, oh, we're so connected. I'm using air quotes, so connected. And in a sense, in one way, yes, we are. You know, something can go viral in, in a, you know, minutes, seconds. And yet, we are so disconnected from source, from spirit, from great mother, great spirit, great father. This whole thing of reconnecting ourselves back to earth, back to our soul source connection. And so somewhere here, what I hope is that in the new, in this new that we're, we've been talking about and in leading with the divine feminine and all of this, that we are going to come back to a state where talking about sci or science, yes, but, and look how science was under attack. Look how science mm -hmm. is under attack. 
And yet, we, you know, oh, you're woo-woo if you're talking about spirit and soul and energy and, you know, and everybody rolls their eyes at you or, oh, you're an intuitive or you're a clairvoyant or, or eye roll. <laughs> and it's only because yeah. they're, they're uncomfortable because we've gone to a place of being so disconnected and we should be one with it. We should be comfortable with both science I think, and the mm -hmm. soul it's also the change though like we as humans don't like change and there is a change already happening it's been yes. coming for a couple of years and the last two years i think just catapulted it you know with this really big shift and having to adapt uh but it's like the change in the terminologies that we're using the language and it's finding new language that resonates, you know, and, and of course there's polarity, like, like you were speaking about psychics and spirituality. Sometimes I, I, I refrain from even using the word spirituality because of the polarity that's happening at the moment, but then I know, okay, it will land with the right people and they will receive it at the right timing, that message, you know, and that comes from a place of trust and speaking your truth again and embodying who you actually are. And that's, I think, the gift that we, you're holding space for everyone that is joining on the show and that's listening is to 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 i want to say guide you invite you inspire you empower you to really just stand not just but to stand in your truth your true essence because your true essence is that connection that ultimate connection with the unseen with source with with a with a power with a magic that is greater than the physical body Right? Yeah. But it's also not yes. releasing the physical body. It's knowing and honoring that the physical body was given to you as a vehicle to guide that golden thread, that golden cord of that divine magic, that energy, that source. Thousand percent. And when we do, and when we stand and realize, again, they are not incongruent. They are one with each other. Within one is the other and vice versa. Yin, yang, science, soul. They're together. They are not in competition. They are not disproving the other over, you know, one over the other. They go together. And that is the beauty. And when we stand in that truth and we look at these things to say, because again, it, it reminds me of the, the M theory. And so the M theory, an island, they dump sweet potatoes uh, on this island with a bunch of uh, monkeys and so forth. And one of the female monkeys goes over because there's all the sand and everything and eventually she goes over and takes the sweet potato and dips it in the ocean to get the sand off well it starts a chain reaction in her colony that they start doing it across the continent no connection no physical literal connection and all of a sudden the monkeys completely around the globe on another island automatically start going over and dipping their their sweet potatoes in the ocean mm -hmm. It's this unseen that science can't explain yet. Current science can't explain it. However, they know something exists. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. And we talked about this yesterday in the show, right? We said, listen, if you want to send someone energy, you don't have to physically call them, be with them or whatever. Just stop in that moment, give them a hug, send them love, send them joy, mm -hmm. send it. Because from the unseen, it's going to transmit to them. We may not Absolutely. know how, scientific, mm -hmm. we may not know how, but we know what happens. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I think when you're Gorgeous. so awakened, you don't need to know how, right? It's like that awakening process is you don't need to know how because the how is that human, that, that trying to, that human element, right? Of trying to figure it out with the mental capacity instead of that internal knowing uh, that the how is unimportant. It doesn't matter how, it just is. And therefore I can tap into it, right? And it speaks to, right? Because we have a bajillion examples of, oh, I knew you were going to call and you called. Mm -hmm. Or I knew. <laughs> or that, I was just thinking or, about you. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking about you and you appeared or you, you text me or something. Or I knew they had passed. I felt them mm. or they came to me. Mm -hmm. All of those mm -hmm. are examples of that unseen that is far more empowering, powerful than what we tangibly know. But that doesn't mean that they don't, that they're incongruent. That's what I love about this show, Jacqueline, with you and I, and, and bridging the gap between the practical and the spiritual, the science and the soul, and discussing this and bringing these things to the forefront, because it gives people, as you said, permission to be. Be, be your divine essence, be your divine light, and don't worry, don't judge it, and don't worry about what everybody else shoulda, woulda, couldas, and what they want you to do. I, I say hawk pooey and, you know, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. And just keep going true north. Keep going with your mm -hmm. lead with your soul source connection. Yeah, staying in your lane. So Jacqueline, let's jump into mm -hmm. the actual mm -hmm. human design system because we want to we wanna talk about both intuiting and the human design system so that people know, and I'm going to put up on the screen what it's based on, kind of the, uh, we have that with your, piece if I can bring this up really quickly. Um, mm, so it's it's a synthesis of two, well, it's bridging the gap beautifully between the science and the spirituality. So I'm assuming you've got um, the two, so I'm going to just quickly read them out while you get them on. So it's a, th it's a synthesis of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the chakra, the Kabbalah, the tree of life, it also um, encompasses and embodies the quantum mechanics. So it looks at astronomy, genetics, and biochemistry. Human design is literally the map of being. So it shows you how you're designed to be. And we spoke about this. You know, it's about being. But what does that look like? It's the genetic code. It's the map of your genetic code, the energy, the essence of how the energy flows in your body. And it, it really expands your understanding of yourself and those around you. So it's not even, it's, it's known as a science of differentiation. So it basically pinpoints exactly how you are designed to be different, but it also gives you a guiding tool and it gives you practical understanding of how to deepen the connections with those around you, how to understand how they're different to you, how to honor their differences, how to create more flow and connection and communication within the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So like that, that idea of no man is an island. Human design really speaks to that, the idea that you're not designed to do life by yourself. You're always going to engage with other people. So in order to understand those that are closest to you, you can tap into their chart now and you can honor their differences and you can respect them and you can engage in a deeper kind of form of connection so that both of you are flourishing and that you're heading in, in, in your Oprah Winfrey kind of says this. She says, 
being the highest expression of yourself as a human being. And I love that sentence. So it literally gives you permission of being the highest expression of yourself as a human being. And it really, like I said, it provides practical tools. Um, just on a, on a side note quickly, it also looks at how to, like we said, navigate constant change. It provides you with tools on how to, to uh, make decisions so that you know which inspired action to take, like I've mentioned. Um, it also looks at the relationship dynamics. It looks at where you're electromagnetically connected. We're speaking about energy, right? We're speaking about you can connect with someone on an energetic level. What does that look like? Well, now tangibly and practically, we can see it in a map. We can see, oh, I'm actually attracting this person. Why? Because they've got one half of the gate and I've got one half of the gate and therefore we're electromagnetic pulling towards each other. We're designed to meet each other because we complement each other in that way. So it's practical, like you can see it. You can see it, the elements in the charts and you can say, well, that makes so much sense. You can see the resonance. You can also see where potential conflicts might come from, where compromises might happen, where challenges might occur. You can also identify your conditioning. So fears, where you've been conditioned, what is the shadow version of yourself that's keeping you from really being the highest expression of yourself? What is keeping you from truly stepping into your purpose and fulfilling it every single day? What is creating that conflict with your, in your relationship with your kids in a business setting, within your teams? You know, we're working with people on a constant day-to-day -day basis. And then the most important thing as well is it also for your kids, like for kids that are around you, it helps you create a best environment for them. The system was actually created for children, the, for parents to understand their children so that the next generation, and you can see how we're saying we're stepping into the new, the system was created so that we can hold space so that we can create an environment where the next generation can truly flourish so that they can truly feel empowered and inspired to be their authentic selves. You can already see with your kids, if you're lucky enough and privileged enough to have children or to be around kids on a day-to-day -day basis, you can see their intelligence is on a whole other level. You can see the way that they communicate, the way that they're using technology, like James has mentioned. They're, they're almost vibrating at a, a different frequency. Different meaning that is the frequency that they're sharing with us, that they're taking us to the next level. So as a parent, it is so important as an adult, as, as a, I want to say a role model figure, it is so important to hold space, safe space for them to know that it's okay to be their truth, to not impart that conditioning and that fear that we experience from, you know, our parents, you know, lovingly, they didn't know any better. I spent years and years and years deconditioning and getting rid of patterns that I was given by my lineage. You know, we, we, we know, what's the word, James? That um, where the lineage, the, it comes to genetic, oh, epigenetics. Mm -hmm. So now they've yes. proved epigenetics, right? That there's this genetic link through the lines of fears that could potentially come through. So it's not even fears of your parents maybe shared with you it could be your grandparents your great-grandparents your ancestors it could be a lineage karma that comes down and human design can identify that it can identify and can show you actually hold on <laughs> this is something that's in your genetics but they can be shifted and that is that is why i'm so passionate and that is and you can see it's literally a 360 approach to every aspect of of this human experience hmm. it, it, what i find fascinating jacqueline with this is Again, the human design, I love that it looks, like you said, the Kabbalah, the tree of life. When you look at the actual 
uh, chart and everything, the human design chart. And as you were saying, the colors, the symbols, the, the planets and everything. Um, and like any divination, and this is important for everybody to hear, with all of this, whether it's intuiting, whether it's human design, astrology, tarot, and so forth, but spe specifically like astrology, human design, soul essence plans, and intuiting, everything is a tool. It oh, yeah. is a tool. Yeah. It is, and because, you know, like with astrology, it's a snapshot. Your natal chart is a snapshot at the time you were born. And what people fall into is, oh, well, I see, I was born this way. Mm. And they stop at the surface. Mm. They use, oh, well, I can't do these things. Where the beauty of human design as well is the fact with astrology and everything, you see yourself. It speaks absolute truth to you. And not just, you know, like as you said, uh, the generic, you recognize it later when you're into the, your, your specific, specific chart and you know the system uh -huh. now and everything. You uh -huh. then recognize, okay, this was generic. It's like getting uh, the astrology in the magazine or something or the article. Uh -huh. Okay, that's generic to all Geminis, all Aries, all uh -huh. Virgos. Uh -huh. Okay. And then there's the specific chart, your chart, uh -huh. your human design chart, your natal birth chart, and so forth. The gift is to go deeper. The gift is to unlayer, unfold. And this is, of course, where the Lady Jacqueline, as a human design expert, is, in my humble opinion, superbly brilliant. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll take now, it. <laughs> truly. I mean, because, again, you embody the system. And so I'm not just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this just to say it. You really, truly embody the system. You're passionate about it. You know it. You include your intuitiveness with it. And that's the beauty of someone being able to assist others to unlayer, to unfold it, to show mm -hmm. them, to empower them to learn how to do it mm -hmm. on their own. Because again, this is something I share with all my clients. And you, I know you offer the same thing. You state the same thing. People sometimes say to me, well, how does this work? And how often do I come to you? And how long? And, and I say, this is never for you to become dependent mm -hmm. upon me with this connection. It, we are here to empower you to connect, Absolutely. to listen, to do it, and go, and go about. And then, as you need, come back and do what mm -hmm. you do or check in, or get a tune-up, or, you know, that type of thing. But it's to empower you. And that's something I, which I love about the human design system, and you specifically, Jacqueline, is that that's what you offer. Your, mm. your wisdom of that is, is self-evident. Mm, thank you. So, you know, what's beautiful is that every single client that I've I've had the privilege of holding space for, for them to actually awaken to their truth, to, to give themselves permission. Cause that's what, that, that's what they do. Uh, yes. they, they didn't know, they, they, they didn't have the experience of not knowing what we, what was said. So they always had this resonance of, Oh, oh like, do you know how many times they would go, Oh, so is that why that happens? I'm like, yeah. Or, Oh, so then I can actually do that. And I'm like, well, yeah. And then they go, oh, oh, but that makes sense. Like, now I understand why this was happening. And I was like, yeah. Like, literally, it's just, it's nothing that gets said. And this is almost, I want to say also, it, it um, kind of gives you the introduction to one of the myths, is that 
and you kind of mentioned it, that generic way of looking at things. I think that's that 3D human aspect where you're not really awake just yet. You're trying to control, you're trying to think about it. So you go, oh, okay, I'm boxed in, that boxed in approach. Human design is not designed to, to box you in. It's not there. It's not a tool for you to, to become something or someone that's going to be successful. No, it's literally a tool that reminds you of who you actually are. And I say reminds you because you know it's already. Like you were born with exactly. the knowing. You just need to be, like you need to have that reminder. You need to maybe be given that permission uh, because of your conditioning, because maybe, you know, you, you weren't given the, the space, I mean, your environment to encourage you to give yourself permission in order to step into your transformation. So it is really uh, that gift of not boxing yourself in. So and, and this is kind of what we spoke about last night after the show. It's that sense of responsibility. You know, when you're guiding someone, when you're holding space for someone, when you're and not even just in a professional capacity, but I mean, heaven forbid, especially in a professional capacity, even when you're just having a conversation with someone, you're holding space for them, you're guiding them, you're um, encouraging them, you're inspiring them. You're coming from a place of impact, right? As soon as it's, it's like laws of science, right? That motion. Like in in what I don't know what the the my sister would be here and she would tell us exactly what that that law of physics is, but right. it's literally that motion, right? Of like when an uh, um uh, the object kind of will move when when it's hit or when it's um t faced with another object, unless it will it will kind of keep to its own trajectory unless there's something that comes in its place. So yes. that's exactly it. It's like the energy the person will go in their direction until. They maybe meet you or have a have a really impactful conversation with you, and you might then change the trajectory or the course of where they go in their life. So there's a sense of responsibility for you to really come with empathy or with connection, with authenticity of knowing that actually, hang on, I could, I can impact somebody else's life. So many times, right in the beginning, I had this awareness and knowing when I was doing readings and I was doing sessions for clients, I was going through my own deconditioning process. I was going through my own experience of feeling triggered by another person's chart because that's what happens. But because I had this knowledge and because it was so, it was like my home, it was my tool that I just, I could go through the experience simultaneously while still guiding someone. So I would do the work and I would see, I would catch myself going, oh, I feel really triggered right now. Oh, wait, I have an open heart center. They've defined heart center. Okay, they're triggering me. Okay, put that aside. Let's hold space for her and then work on yourself later. And I was able to differentiate because for me, it was not coming from that space of, oh, I'm feeling triggered. Now I'm going to react. I was going, I have a sense of responsibility to hold space for the person to be able to impact them. So I've got to come from a space that's empowering. I mean, how many times you read something that's disempowering, then don't let it sink in. Let it go, right. please, yes. let it go, right? And, and, and look at, you know, this brings up the issue of, uh, and you touched on this about the, the, de, the unconditioning, the deconditioning, you know, this, and what's the one word as a child, the one word that all children learn the most? It's a two-letter word, and and no, yeah, no, yeah. And so, what's so funny is, as adults, and certainly as we, you know, kind of as you come out of high school, and you're ready to take on the world and everything, it's really probably at that point that instead of swinging the pendulum to the far other other side of the spectrum, 
But even, no matter where you are in the spectrum of life, convert that to yes. Because most, 90, you know, I'm going to say 90 plus percent of the time, the no's are there, you know, their parents are there trying to help the children. They're trying to keep us safe. They're trying to, you know, keep us from harm and so forth. So no, no, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's like the boundaries. And yet what the soul you know, learns or takes on is to constrict, to minimize, to downplay. I, I can't do that. I can't be that. I'm not, you know, it's all of that. And what we have to do is, sh you know, throw off, shed, unlayer all of those no's so that we just stand in the purity of our yes. And that we start saying yes to things because the soul, again, if you're leading with the soul, when you lead with the soul, the soul will not lead you astray. If you're leading with the mind, the ego, the personality, ha, 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 have fun. <laughs> and yeah, we need a healthy ego, right? We need a, a healthy ego. How, and we need to make sure that, and yet we need balance and we need to know that the ego, the mind, the personality, is in service to the mm -hmm. soul. Mm -hmm. Then you know it's good stuff. So there's actually a practical example that while you were speaking about this note, it kept coming up for me and I was like, wow, okay. Because I don't, I, it's so incredible because I see clients, I've seen so many clients and a lot of people are like, how do you actually not remember, like how do you not take your work home with you? And I was like, no, no, I've, I've practiced this and, and because it's, it's my gift, like I know that it's okay. It's not because I'm not, doing the work they're doing the work I'm just holding the space so for me my work is actually just energetically filling my cup up right but while you were talking I was actually remembering a few examples with this known so what I've seen is manifestors now okay let me just start with this first and foremost is even though you your the starting point with human design is your type no manifesto is going to be the same no type is going to be the same because that is literally the foundational level and everyone, it's literally the science of differentiation. So it would be a contradiction if two manifestors were the exact same because they're the same type, right? So that's the first thing. So there, there's manifestors tend to experience this as kids where they, so as it, with the manifestor energy, they're not designed to being told what to do, right? But because of the way when they came in, their environment didn't understand that energy, that big, beautiful, bold energy. And like parents, no, 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 because it's coming from that safety, security, maybe standpoint, or maybe it was even coming from the standpoint of, no, you're a kid, you don't know what you're talking about. But manifestors specifically really feel that suppression. They've, they've, their journey now, one of the things that they really have to start, or that I've noticed that they've started to, one of the, 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 I want to say the level one to their transformation is actually stepping into their true energy again, because for so many years, they've been suppressed either by yes. their parents, by their teachers, by their bosses, by their partners, because nobody understands their big energy and they can't, they didn't even understand their big energy and they didn't understand how to articulate the energy. So with human design, it gives them the language, the communication, the awareness to know, actually, hold on, this is who I am. Not everyone's going to be for me. I'm not supposed to be told what to do. I'm supposed to follow my own path. There's a beautiful explanation 
of the manifesto of last night's show where I basically walk through that understanding of stepping into energy. So you guys can go watch that or listen to that. But on that's the first thing. So manifest is this kind of like re step or, or reawakening their truth and knowing that they're powerful and that they're not designed to get answers from everyone else. They're designed to get to share with us the newness, the answers, the ideas, the breakthroughs, the impact, right? Then you have projectors. I've noticed projectors because natural guides, and especially if you've got an open solar plexus, you're absorbing the emotional frequency from those around you. So maybe you were brought up in a household where there's a lot of conflict. And in order to create the peace and to guide so that everyone can feel successful, so that everyone could be their best selves, because that's what a projector is here to do, is to really awaken success in the other, right? You took on the emotional energy and therefore you overcompensated and you actually became who you're not. And you did it in a way that was self-sacrificing, right? That's mm. also another level where a lot of projectors struggle. They, they struggle with that identification of actually, hold on, I'm, I'm supposed to guide. I'm supposed to advise. I'm supposed to see the other person to be successful, but I'm supposed to know when and, and, and who to do it with based on the invitation, that strategy. And then the last example I want to give you is uh, generators. Generator children, they have that life force energy. They're designed to be, I want to say the life of the party, but it's so much more than that. It's like all-encompassing life force energy of like really sparking joy and empowerment and energy into any room, into any kind of relationship. And if, for example, again, you were brought up in an environment that wasn't healthy, that didn't see you for as being that, you know, life giver, you probably... The, the level up, the, the first level to your transformation to stepping into your highest expression is understanding boundaries because you didn't set those boundaries. You saw, oh, wait, hold on. I've got to give the energy in order for everyone else to be happy, but they've got to be happy without your energy. And they just got to tap into your energy on an, in an aligned way. And you do that by creating boundaries. So you can see already how practical just by looking at your design and just by talking about your type, you can slowly but surely start seeing, actually, hold on, what was my conditioning? How was I raised? What environment was I raised? And that's why I spoke about it. It's so important for parents to truly pick up their human design charts of their kids so that they can really embody that necessary environment to allow and inspire them to be the highest expression of themselves. And I mean, that's just surface level. And that, so you can only imagine what, what actually can be discussed when you dive deeper into the chart. Absolutely. And look at the number. This again is why this is, we could talk for hours, Jacqueline, about yeah. all of this. Because, <laughs> and, and because A, the truth in it, the purity in it, the and just the, the, the passion and the joy of okay. when you utilize um, divination, wellness, but divination tools, these divination modalities. So everything from Yijing, tarot, astrology, human design, intuiting, and there's many more as a tool, as a basis, because let's, let's be frank, there's no owner's manual for a human being, for a soul. Our parents, are their parents, I mean, the chain goes on as we go up and down the chain, there's no owner's manual. There's no instruction booklet that goes, oh, hey, here's Jacqueline. Here's the lady Jacqueline. And this is how you need to work with her and talk to her. And here's who she is. And, you know, here's the soul plan. Boom, here it is. Well, if our parents had that, 
world might be a lot different, you know, because, and vice versa, children with their parents, right? Mm -hmm. so well, I mean, I could kind of disagree with you because human design is that manual now. Like, well, yes, I mean, yeah, right. So, yes, I, I, yes, absolutely. I understand what you're saying. So here is that tool because mm -hmm. pre-human design, there's no tool. Yeah. There's no mm -hmm. roadmap there. Everyone's doing the best mm -hmm. they, that they know to do. And absolutely. on top of it, we have the soul. What does each soul want to do? And then we have karma, meaning balance. It's not retribution. Mm -hmm. Karma is not retribution. It's balance. So it's okay if I was this in this lifetime and now we want to exercise or have these experiences in this lifetime, we're going to mm -hmm. balance out the scales. So all of these things. So here again, astrology, human design, these beautiful divinations come along as beautiful tools to assist us mm -hmm. in seeing one another and seeing ourselves more clearly. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. the more everyone listening, the more you go out and earnestly and don't roll your eyes and don't just poo-poo it and, and so forth, but, and yet also don't just defer to someone else. Discernment. Mm. Use your discernment. Because again, there are charlatans in every industry. What, what Jacqueline and I are also wanting to put forth is the use your discernment to find quality people in these different divinations and so forth so that when you interact with someone, you absolutely know that you're with somebody of the utmost quality, care, consideration, and so forth. They have your highest and best uh, at the forefront. That should be paramount. It should never be about them. It should be about you. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to throw that in there, Jacqueline, because it's so important Absolutely. in this discussion. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because, again, it's it's that not boxed in approach. But also, I wanted to actually say, instead of finding the right people, attracting the right people, because yes. with you know where we speak about is the energetics, is the constant. Well, it's the attracting. We're we're never repelling beings. That is the first. That is the law of attraction. That's why the law was shared with us so that we can understand the energetics is we don't repel anything. We're constantly attracting. Even if you go deeper into the magnetic monopole of human design and the chemistry behind that and how the energy flows within your the mechanics of your body graph, you're not repelling anything. You're constantly attracting. So it's really, um, if you're, if you're, going through this life and you feel like you're attracting what you want it's because the frequency that you're putting out isn't at the frequent like isn't aligned to what you're actually desiring right and it starts with understanding yourself i mean it's literally understanding who you actually are how you operate and when you can truly embody and give yourself permission to be you and to work through the fears and the conditionings and that limiting belief, those stories that have been holding you back from truly stepping into your potential every day feels fantastic. Now, are you going to have low moments? Yes, it's part of the human experience. It's part of transformation, right? That's what was part of our soul contract. But it's like, I want to say the bigger picture, the overall whole, the way you appro approach and navigate the crises that are happening around you because there's always polarity 
comes from a different vibration, it comes from a different frequency, it comes from that knowing and understanding, hang on, this is me, I feel good. Like you can wake up every morning vibrating, thankful, giving gratitude that you get to connect with the people that you're designed to connect with and that you're only attracting the people that are your people and that the conversations you have are juicy because you're speaking your truth and that the relationships are connected, that your children are flourishing, that abundance is coming in all forms, whether it be monetarily, whether it be energetically, whether it, whether it be through health, right? That is, that's the success for me as a projector. I use the word success because that is the frequency that I'm designed to invoke within you. And that is the success that I'm inspired to share with each and every single one of you because that it's so possible. I'm literally living it. Like, do I have moments still where I, I almost want to say I have breakdown moments? Yes, but I, I also do have the belief that that sometimes you got to have a breakdown before you have a breakthrough. And it's part of the human experience in order to be the highest expression of yourself. And now I'm grateful to have connected with people like James. I mean, the only reason I connected with James was because I was aligned and I was vibrating at an energy that attracted a mutual connection that then invited me to connect, invited, projector, invitation, invited me then to connect with James. I mean, and then James responded, because that's his strategy, responded to the mutual connection, Matt, and when, with, when he was like, listen, would you like to come on our show? Yes, cool, yes, I'd love to add my five cents, I'd love to add value. So you can see the alignment and how the natural progression just it just flows when you're speaking your truth. And it speaks to the absolute gift and beauty of the unseen. Because mm -hmm. again, look, Los Angeles, South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. I mean, <laughs> you know, the connection. So there's the beauty of the internet and of, mm -hmm. you know, this advanced technology that we have today. And yet the beauty of the unseen and the soul contract and what, mm -hmm. what is there that brings people together. And for all of you listening, you know, again, thank you so much. And share with us if you have questions about, for us about intuiting and human design so that we can answer your questions and the questions meaning not about a specific thing with your life, but about do you have questions for myself as an intuitive and for the Lady Jacqueline as a human design expert about human design, about intuiting and how things work and what we do or how we listen and so forth. Um, please share those in the comments and we'll respond and everything and, um, and do probably another show on this because again, it's <laughs> such a big topic. Um, that, but it, it speaks to the unseen. And I just want to put up really quickly, uh, Jacqueline, that piece of the fact that when I do intuit, you'll often hear me say that I'm listening to the unseen, that I'm listening to spirit, source, and symphony. And I say that because depending on how the information comes in, I'll know whether it's source, it's a direct, comes directly down, or is it the symphony? It's coming in from my right and it's just the all-encompassing piece. Or is it spirit? Is it someone's loved one? Is it something, is it, is it someone, an energy that we know? And I often say that it's the symphony because like an orchestra, the symphony, when somebody wants a solo, they bring themselves forward. I know instantly who it is, their personality, everything about them. And then when they're done with their message, they recede back into the whole of the whole, the symphony. 
And so there's this beauty of the unseen and how we connect to that and listen to it. And all of us can do that. So it's just to what degree do you listen? To what degree do you surrender? To what degree do you fine tune and, and tune in and trust? And then may and and then use like human design these other tools that are brilliant and practitioners like the lady jacqueline when you discern to find these tools and utilize them each one as you i love that you had said ah here i am having this moment it's triggering me okay i'm this oh i'm open you're you're closed and so forth and <laughs> ah okay okay so because i know this about mm -hmm. you through human design, through their human design chart, I can mm -hmm. utilize that tool to not only understand loved ones, friends, people in our lives, bosses, and so forth, but myself. Mm -hmm. And it's the beauty of the unseen in intuiting for people. They, It's revealing your own truths. It's giving you permission to see yourself and say, ah, to empower you. And that is what's so amazing about both of these modalities and both mm -hmm. of these is it, it's always about your empowerment to empower you to be your true authentic divine soul self mm. Mm. and it's so it's come it's it's um what is the complementary like it's uh it's it's synchronized it's so it's I mean, so it's beautiful like, yeah, I, you know what's so incredible? As you start journeying into this experience, I sometimes find that the vocabulary is is limiting. It's not all encompassing of what I'm trying to articulate, and it's I'm I'm noticing that it's almost like, oh, is there a word to explain the juiciness of what I'm trying to say? No, okay, we'll just ugh, put the energy out there, and people will get it. Like, <laughs> literally, that's exactly. kind of what what came through me. Um, I wanted to ask you as we close off. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to give some practical tools of, of where to start when you're first discovering human design because I know it is super overwhelming. I've been there. But for you as well. So for those people who want to connect with the intuition, they want to start embodying this process of connecting to source, of connecting to, to their guides so that, you know, like they're not dependent but they're also, they're, they're trusting and they're all knowing so that they can kind of connect. Like where, where do they start? What would you, what advice would you give them? So I would say first and foremost, listen to your intuition, to your inner knowing, your inner truth. And that will always be a more, um, it'll either be all encompassing. You'll feel it from your sternum. It'll radiate from your sternum, from your, your center, your solar plexus, your sternum your heart center, it comes through that way and it can be all knowing. Um, and you'll know the difference too, because if it's, if it's your mind, if it's chatter, ego, personality, mind, chatter, it's a different channel. It's an upstairs channel is what I call it. The heart center, the sternum, that's an all knowing. That's a soul channel. That's the soul channel. So listen to it. Number one, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. And then Trust it. Even when your mind, your personality, your ego, fear, all that, or I don't want to, like I was doing. Oh, I know what you're saying. I know. I knew. I felt it. I knew what I was meant to do. 
and I procrastinated and I pushed it back and I said, you know, all upstairs, the upstairs channel was doing everything it could. I was doing the jig and the dance to not do it. It didn't mean I, it didn't alleviate the fact that I knew what my soul wanted me to do. So be cognizant of that. Be cognizant of the difference between the soul, what you know to be true, and your ego mind personality, negotiating, delaying, procrastinating, all of that, because that will help you to, to listen or discern between the channels. That way you'll know, okay, this is personality, ego, mind, chatter, whatever. That's a different channel than my soul. Mm. Once the soul is speaking to you, trust, trust, trust. Follow through with it. See where mm. it leads you, even though, and make, and then the third thing I would say is make space for, for the unknown. The soul knows all, we know little. So we can look at everything and go, mm, I know to do this. But I don't know what it's going to look like if I, okay, I know to leave this relationship as an example. I know it's done. I know it's over, but I'm afraid I'm fearful. I don't know what's on the other side. But I know to leave, it's over, to go. Hmm. So trust that inner note. Trust your truth, your soul truth. And then make space for walking through, for the unknown. Because it's certainty in the uncertainty. You're certain it's time to go. It's you're certain. What's uncertain is what's it going to look like on the other side. But it's okay because that, from a soul perspective, that's already done and handled. We mm -hmm. just have to free will, human. We just have to align these things to walk through. The way to is through. So those are three practical steps: discernment, clarify, know which channel is talking. Mm -hmm. Once you once you know that, then you can hone in on the soul. Okay, it's a knowing. I know. I can feel it. I know what it is. Trust it. And third thing, make space, certainty in the uncertainty. The only thing that's mm -hmm. uncertain is what it looks like because you haven't you're not there yet. You haven't done it. Mm -hmm. But again, nine times out of ten, at least ten times out of ten for myself, once I get walk through the fire, get there. Nine times out of ten, you'll look back and go, oh, my gosh, what did I wait for? Oh, this is far better. Oh, my gosh, I'm so happy. I'm not in that. I'm not, I'm not in that sh with that schmuck anymore, and I'm fine, and I learned what I learned, and I'm, I'm where I need to be, and all that new comes in. And each one of those is a leveling up, an expansion of your soul, your soul source connection, your empowerment, self-empowerment. That's what I would leave as, as tips for today. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, so my tips. You started with human design, going down the rabbit hole. Feels overwhelming. One reminder I definitely want to say is you're not going to know everything straight off the bat. It's a process of utilizing the tool, of going through the awakening, of allowing yourself the experience is exactly what James said. It's like being open to allowing yourself to go through the experience and embodying the wisdom of what you know. So let me take you back quickly. You know, when you were in school and you studied something, you studied something just in order to pass a test. And once you've written the test, you forgot the knowledge that you studied. 
this is not one of those times. <laughs> like, this is so not one of those times. Like, this is, you're studying it, you're investigating it, you're getting curious about it, and then you're experiencing it. You're experiencing it over and over until you live it, until you embody it, until you be it. Right, because especially this is the process because of the deconditioning, because of the conditionings that that's been placed onto us. It's like you're, it's like an onion. You're peeling back those layers so that you can get to the pulp, right? So you can get to the the juiciness. Mm. This is exactly the experience. So that's what I want to start off with. Now the practical. Where you start? You got your chart. You start looking at your type. You start exploring. What does that look like as a projector? What, what does that look like? Knowing that it's just foundational level, not boxing yourself in. But what does that look like? What, what does that sound like? What does it feel like? What, what um, um, examples of an aligned projector are there? Or a manifestor, or manifesting generator, or generator, or reflector? What does that type tell me about who I am? How I'm designed to be, right? On a very foundational level. Then you go one step further and you start looking at your strategy that's aligned to your specific type. Your strategy is how you embody that energy so that you can flow with, with, with life, so you can navigate the crisis and so you can connect with other people on an energetic basis, right? Your strategy, again, not coming from a boxing approach, coming from an openness of what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it truly mean to live my strategy? When I first found out I had to wait for an invitation, my mind went berserk and it was that <laughs> ego. I was like, I'm an Aries. There's no ways I wait for an invitation. Are you mole? Like, I am literally <laughs> at the train station ready. Like, I always tell James, okay, I'm on the train. Are you coming? You know? <laughs> and, but then once I started really understanding what that truly means, not from an egocentric mind boxed in approach, from the bigger picture of what that looks like, I was like, yes, it feels good. I need, I've, I've got, I've got my unique energy and I need, I'm trusting that the right people will invite me to guide them because if I'm not invited, I'm going to feel bitter because I'm giving my energy away and they're not going to feel seen because they're not ready for me. So for me, it was a gift, right? Can you see the difference of looking oh, at the information? And that's only your first two. Then you move on to your inner authority, the way you're best designed to make decisions. Ooh, it's a game changer. When you <laughs> truly embody the idea of how you're designed to make decisions. Like I'm a Spenic in authority, so it is literally in the moment. I had to learn to silence my mind so that my intuition could become louder because that's what the Spenic intuition is. It's the, it's the in the moment, silent ping once off, then it's gone right? And I was like, oh, okay, how, wait, I, what did you say? I need to go where? And then it doesn't speak again. So I had to learn. Can you see? It's like I had this knowing. I then experienced it. I embodied it. And now I practice it. And then it becomes ingrained in me. And now it's like second nature, right? So type, strategy, inner authority, how you're best designed to make decisions. And then you move on to your profile, your profile lines, those two numbers, are so juicy. They tell you so much about how you're designed to navigate with people, how you're designed to market your business, how you're designed to um, live life, how you're designed to enter relationships. I mean, there is so much juice in just your profile lines, those two numbers. And then you move on to your senses, the body graph, right? The body graph as a whole. 
you move on to the senses. Where do you have them colored in? Where are they white? Where are they defined? They're colored in. Where are they white? Either undefined or open, where they're completely white, right? Understanding the differences. What are the shadows between the senses? What do they actually look like? What do they mean? What do they feel like? How do I feel them? Can I notice them? Do I notice them? Like starting to understand the knowledge, the intellect, what does the sensor actually mean? What is the shadow? What is the strength? What is the gift? What is my experience with it? Just starting there. They say that when you truly embody the energy of your type, by following your strategy, making the correct decisions by using your inner authority, with the awareness of self, of your true capabilities, everything else fits into place. Once you truly go on that journey of embodying that, then all of the rest of the stuff starts popping up. You start exploring the gates. You start exploring the channels. You explore the planetary placements. You explore the lines of those gates. You explore the mechanics and the connections between you and your spouse and your kids and your parents and your your siblings and your friends. I literally work into every conversation when I meet. I'm not even ashamed to say this. I work into every conversation. Oh, so when were you born? <laughs> like, do you know more or less what time you were born? Like, are you a morning morning baby? Are you evening baby? Are you after? Like, I work it into the conversation because I know that I can best relate to them by understanding who they are, and this is my tool that I use. And it's it's literally like you know we all do it when we meet our when we go on a first date we kind of go oh when's your birthday oh you're an Aries or oh you're a Capricorn like you're we all do it right mm. now this is just yeah. something that goes even deeper so that is the starting point literally those and it sounds really simple but when you start understanding it having the awareness about it and then experiencing it ooh, like that experience that is where i come in where i love to hold space because there's a lot of conditioning and triggers that come up just when you start looking at your strategy like what i have to go through waiting for an invitation heck no like i'm not waiting for, now i'm like did i get an invitation no okay cool that's not my thing let's move on like literally and I think one of the final things is just to say, to add, and, and you and I talked about this briefly after the show, I think yesterday, but, or maybe before, but anyways, taking science and the soul, taking the human design system mm-hmm. and utilizing it, becoming uh, proficient with it, investigating and so forth, and simultaneously blending, listening, harmonizing, fine-tuning your soul source connection, your intuition, so that when the two marry together, you know how you are so empowered because you both have, as we said, we're bridging the gap between the practical and the spiritual, the science of something and your soul. And when you take these modalities and you bring them together, you bridge them together, Eureka! <laughs> I mean, because you are so empowered mm-hmm. to know, to be, and it's and it becomes effortless in that way because you're so guided, and you have practical mm-hmm. tools, and you have the oversoul, the unseen guiding you, your soul source connection guiding you, and these two coming together. It's it's magic beyond. It's it's just beyond. Mm. It's next level. It's mm. next. It's Absolutely. it's truly next level. 
absolutely you it's happiness it's bliss it's flow it's it's surprise it's oh like fulfillment it's satisfaction it's it's oh it's so juicy that every moment is just like you're a kid like the best description because everyone can have this visual representation of a kid in a candy store it's that kid in this candy store um feeling of just i mean gratitude and health and wellness and curiosity and experimentation and this releasing judgment the releasing the, the expectation of how you think you need to go think you feel into the experience i'm having the experience for the sake of having the experience because that's how i'm designed i'm connecting with the next person in the way that that speaks true to them and therefore i feel seen and recognized because i'm empowering them you know it's just ah oh, it's so that's i mean imagine life <laughs> well, if we all live that right and that's what popped into it and you just said it that's what popped in is well people feel seen and mm. everyone wants to be seen and so when you again when we utilize our intuition when we utilize these brilliant tools like human design to to not only see ourselves but to see others because again once we see people from a soul perspective or a human design here's the roadmap mm -hmm. and you we can i oh okay i it's divine and neutral it helps us to see every experience we're having is divine and neutral let me get beyond the surface of something to see in to see you because and that's what happens in this world is we don't see one another anymore you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're stopping at the service. It's this camp, it's us versus them. It's all this division and separation. And yes, like we've talked about, Jacqueline, that splitting apart, hexagram 23, splitting apart so as to regenerate, to renew. Yes, it's a painful process that we're going through, the world is going through, humanity is going through. However, what's on the other side? <laughs> Next level. Um. So we should probably also, close. Like, yeah, 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 no, we should definitely. We've got, like, we, we we've gone well over. a 45-minute show, and I'm like, look at the time going, mm, yeah, okay, 45 minutes. Mm. <laughs> Come and went a long time ago. But in that, in that case, we invite every single one of you um, to join us next week. Wednesday is our Human Design and Intuitive Guidance, where we take your questions live, where we look at your human design charts, and then uh, Dear James channels the energy and gives you intuitive guidance based on your questions. And then next week, Thursday, we do the episode three of Science and the Soul. It has been an absolute pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. I can definitely see this conversation coming back around again. <laughs> we didn't even get through so many things that we wanted to get through, but you know what? The conversation was super juicy and I absolutely loved it. And the same, and for all of you listening and joining us every week, and. Uh, thank you. It's an honor. It's a privilege. We appreciate and value your time. So again, if you have for either the Wednesday shows or the Science and the Soul show, if you have topics you would like us to cover or discuss, please put them in the comments and let us know and we will pick them up and do them as future episodes. And I just wanted to acknowledge Amber saying hello and Haley. Uh, uh, I love your story, James. It has met, uh, it has uh, it must have felt so overwhelming. It was, Haley. It absolutely was at the time. Now it's perfectly fine. Um, she also said, thank you so much for that, James, with a heart. Uh, ha, ha, ha. That really resonates with me, Jacqueline. Uh, 
redoing until I until I get it. Yes, exactly. Um, it all sounds so fascinating, Jacqueline. It all, uh, it, I've always been interested in astrology and numerology. Again, uh, and we forgot numerology, another great divination tool. Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. And she said, Haley said, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Always so enlightening and uplifting. Love to you both. Love right back at you. And Lori, thank you. As always, a joy to be here. Ditto, ditto, ditto. It's a you. Can, I, I have this perma smile. I I think you and I, Jacqueline. I'm just laughing because mm -hmm. I. It gives me such joy. The mm -hmm. discussion you always th use the term juicy. Mm -hmm. It is juicy. It, it is. It is the. It's just good life, and I love mm -hmm. all of you sharing with us and coming together, and being a part of it. it Jacqueline and I couldn't be more honored and thrilled and humbled. So thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us.